I must emphasize at the outstart that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is not a politician. So I'm not here this afternoon as a Republican, nor as a Democrat. Not as a Mason, nor as an African. Not as a Protestant, nor a Catholic. Not as a Christian, nor a Jew. Not as a Baptist, nor a Methodist. In fact, not even as an American. Because if I was an American, the problem that confronts our people today wouldn't even exist. So I have to stand here today as what I was when I was born, a black man. Before there was any such thing as a Republican or a Democrat, we were black. Before there was any such thing as a Mason or an Elk, we were black. Before there was any such thing as a Jew or a Christian, we were black people. In fact, before there was any such place as America, we were black. And after America has long passed from the scene, there will still be black people. Sit up here to pass the They sit here and sit up here by the white men. This is what they do. They send drugs in Harlem down here to pacify us. They send alcohol down here to pacify us. They send prostitution down here to pacify us. Paul, you can't even get drugs in Harlem without the white man's permission. You can't get prostitution in Harlem without the white man's permission. You can't get gambling in Harlem without the white man's permission. Every time you break the seal on that liquor bottle, that's a government seal in your brain. Oh, I say it, I say it again, you've been had. You've been took. You've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. Let us Mama was raised in the era when clean water was only served to the fairer skin. Doing clothes, you would have thought I had help, but they wasn't satisfied unless I picked the cotton myself. You see, it's broke, nigga, racing, that's that, don't touch anything in the stove. And it's rich, nigga, racing, that's that, come in, please buy more. What you want? A Bentley, fur coat, a diamond chain? All you blacks want all the same thing. You still only be niggas. Hey, pipeline, spinning everything. Alexander Wang, new slaves. You see his leaders and his followers, but I'd rather be a dick than a swallower. You see his leaders and his followers, but I'd rather be a dick than a swallower. Welcome to the WAWG Lifestyle Podcast, episode 11. I'm your host, Jalen Stevenson. We're going to get right into it today. Currently, we got on the screen right now. Y'all can't hear it, but on the screen right now, we got the movie Forrest Gump playing. Um, so throughout the podcast, I'm probably going to be referencing things, to, you know, what's going on in the movie. Um, in the beginning, you heard a clip from the movie Malcolm X starring Denzel Washington. Basically expressing that, you know, the importance of, you know, being black and understanding that you are 
black and what comes with that and you know the perception of you know the media perception the political perception you know everything has a perception that is forced onto us as black people and you know it goes into a lot of different things especially since that was in the 19 you know 60s um where well, the movie was made in 1992 but it was based off you know true events so that the the speech was held in like 1960 so it's kind of like those things that he's saying that he's saying and those things that he said are still relatable today or 60 years later and it could cause a lot of you know turmoil within you know, the black community you know, psychologically meaning we could be you know me- mentally ill it could cause like mental trauma uh distress suicidal thoughts suicide um cause a lot of different things and it's kind of like you know as this black people, we have to get our, our head together. We have to understand these things. You have to understand why things are being placed, you know, in our in our vision, in our in our heads. Why are they teaching us about this stuff? Why is there social media? Why is there this? Why is there that? You have to understand the value of those things. Understand that those things are used to control you and to manipulate you and to get you to think in a certain type of way. That's why I preach as, like, you know, an importance of, thinking for yourself and not thinking because somebody else told you how to think or told you what to think. You know, I feel like it's a freedom of mind type of thing. You know, ever since the beginning of time, especially in this country, we've been discriminated against, uh, racially profiled, you know, put in a certain class, a certain stereotype. We've been mentally, physically, emotionally, psychologically, politically controlled. You know, ever since the beginning of time. So, like he said in the clip, he may not be an... He, if you don't want to take yourself as an American, you don't want to take yourself as, you know, any other thing, at the end of the day, you were born black. You know, you were born with your ethnicity. You were born a certain type of way. You were born with a certain type of target on your back, especially in this country. You know, we have something that everybody wants but they don't have we jump higher we run faster we're smarter you know things like that like those are the things like reference to the movie get out like that's kind of like real that's how that's how they think like that's how some you know people think it relates to us they want to be us they want to they want to think like us they want to know what it's like to be in our skin they want to know what it's like to you know be black but at the same time, they're racist against us. They discriminate against us. They stereotype us. They think we're dumb. They, you know, I walk down the street with a hoodie on. They walk They walk across the street. Things like that. It's a stereotype, like, you know, in this country. And it can cause a lot of self-harm to us mentally. It causes a lot of distress, especially in our own communities. A lot of black-on-black crime, you know, which is due to being politically programmed to being, you know, programmed overall in this country, especially when it comes to, like, you know, projects, you know, justification, things like that. Like, I can speak from experience here, where I live at, Virginia, um, they're gentrifying 
downtown Norfolk, which is, you know, a more business, um, the malls down there, military, uh, some of the naval bases is down there, like the um, shipyard and things like that is down there. You got a lot of, you know, five-star, I guess, hotels. You got a lot of five-star clubs, you know, that type of area. But then if you go a mile, not even a mile across the street or like two miles across the street, it's a whole, it's a project. It's projects. You know, it's a whole different side of Norfolk that they really don't show. Like, you know, it's Ghent and it's downtown, you know, I'm talking about that area. Um, Then, you know, you have Park Place, Huntersville, you have, you know, the quote unquote, the hood, right? And now they're gentrifying the the whole downtown basically they're making it into a a luxury friendly type of place a luxury friendly as you know what that means white friendly they're making it more white friendly to where they're kicking out all of us you know all the people you know doesn't have the you know financial means or or can't have the financial means you know they're kicking a, they're kicking them out you know the section 8 buildings and everything they're going to tear all of it down and they're going to move them into another place which is Huntersville they're building new apartment buildings apartment complexes um and the styles you know it's more modern but you know over time that modern style is going to turn into you know graffiti it's going to turn into a project and that's basically what they're doing they're building new projects in places where it's a lot it's 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 even more black on black crime like in Huntersville they're building new you know they in Huntersville they're building new apartment complexes which will ultimately equal more black bodies and more black lives being taken and lost you know Um, and I feel like that's kind of I ain't gonna say that's what they want I'm not gonna wish that on anybody but theoretically speaking that's what they want they want it to be quote unquote America make America great again you know quote unquote don't think just because our state we vote we were blue quote unquote that they that that there aren't still you know trump supporters and you know things like that going around this is virginia this is the home of the confederate you got to remember that they just took down the confederate statues you know it's like it's a lot of different things you go up to suffolk you're gonna see a lot of you're gonna see a lot of trump signs you're gonna see a lot of confederate flags you're gonna see a lot of those type of things here in virginia and it's like you got to take into account, you know, the things that's used or being used to keep us enslaved mentally. You know, I played the song, Kanye's song, New Slaves, because, you know, I'm going to use him for example. Um, the public perception of him is that he's crazy and that he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's dumb. He's not smart. He's unintelligent, you know, coon. Um, he's not for his people. You know, Republican, um, all those type of things. But in this song, um, he depicts us. He 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 describes his struggle and his and his life, his avenue, with being discriminated against and being stereotyped. You know, like he said, my mama was raised in the era when clean water was only f- served to the fairest skin. Like you know, his mom and the, her upbringing. That was how it basically used to be. And he's basically describing that 
in the song and basically giving you a background of how, you know, he, he was brought up and where he came from. Um, you know, he talks about being put in a box to where he says, doing clothes, you would have thought I had help, but they wasn't satisfied unless I picked the cotton myself. Like those type of things. That's a very, that's a great, that's an amazing line because people like Charlemagne, I, it's a classic uh, clip, viral clip. You can probably go look at it now of Charlemagne saying to Kanye back in 2012, 2013, before Yeezus came out. Um, he was like, we don't care about your clothes. We don't care about any of that. We just want the music. He he distinctively said we as in black people, stereotyping. He's basically trying to put us all in a group saying this is what we want from you. This is all we want. We don't want you to revolutionize yourself. We don't want you to do better for yourself. We don't want you to do what you want to do. We want you to be a musician and be boxed in like a musician. And Kanye said no. And now to this day, he has a number one brand in the world. Well, a uh, fashion brand in the world, which is Yeezy. So it's like, he uses that, you know, they wasn't, they wouldn't be satisfied unless I picked the cotton myself. Like that is a... It's a double line. It's a double entendre. You know, it paints a lot of distinctive imagery. You know, because clothes and, you know, if you make clothes, you have cotton, you know, things like that. That's a double line. Like, you know, things like that. And then the next line, he said, you see, it's broke nigga racism. That's that don't touch it. Don't touch anything in the stove. And it's rich nigga racism. That's that come in, please buy more. That is the difference. That's why I'm telling y'all, like, it don't matter if you got money. It don't matter if you're famous. It don't matter. The more more public perception you gain, the deeper the hole is. Reference to get out. The deeper the black hole is. The black hole is way deeper. And, you know, you're going to fall way deeper the more successful you get. That's why it's important to have a head on your shoulder. That's why it's important to have your third eye open. That's why it's important to know where you came from, know where your history, know the history behind this country, know the history behind the the majority, you know, the complexion, the protection for the uh, complexion. Isn't that what D.L. Hughley says about white people? They have the complexion for the protection. You know, they're automatically protected just because of their skin color. We're automatically discriminated against and harmed and stereotyped based off our skin color. And you probably don't even, even you don't even know us. You know, it's broke, it's broke nigga racism. That's that don't touch anything in the stove. And then it's rich nigga racism. That's that come in, please buy more. Please come in and buy these diamonds. Please come in and buy this jewelry, buy these chains. You know, they're, they're, they're using that stuff. You know, fur coats. Like Kanye said in the song, what you want? A Bentley fur coat? A diamond chain? All you blacks want all the same thing. Like, things like that is, those are the things that they use to keep us mentally enslaved, psychologically enslaved. And I'm not saying that you can't buy those things, but you have to understand the reason as to why they are resourcing and applying those things for us. You know? It's, it's it's a reason why you have more liquor stores and more, excuse me, more corner stores and more, quote unquote, hair stores, things like that in urban neighborhoods, you know, 
Okay, because that's that's what they want from us. They want us to keep killing ourselves. They want us to keep being ignorant. They want us to keep, you know, not having nothing of our own. That's why it's important to, you know, have your own. Believe in your own. Have your own mind. You know, when you go into a, a hair store at your nearest hair store, let's say you're in Norfolk, you go to the hair store. How many? It's ten times. It's nine times out of ten. It's going to be a, a, a Asian person in there. It's very rare that you see a black person in one of these hair stores in these urban neighborhoods, right? But you know where these Asian people and these other people, you know, other ethnicities, you know where they live at? They don't live where we live. You know, they don't live typically where we live in an intensified, you know, quote-unquote hood type of place, you know? They live in the suburbs. They live in the, in the protected area. You know, um, today, um, I woke up this morning and I saw on Instagram that, um, this young lady, um, hold on, give me one second. Yes, I looked on Instagram this morning further detail um this young lady college student i'm sorry if i mispronounced her name um arlana miller um, she went to um, southern university hbcu um, she committed suicide um, you know i i didn't know her personally you know i didn't know i didn't even know who she was you know but she left a a suicide note on her Instagram. Beautiful young lady, beautiful young lady. Um, looked like she had a lot going for herself. She was a cheerleader, you know. Um, of course, that doesn't mean anything, you know, obviously. Um, I'm saddened, you know, things like this sadden me, you know. Like just earlier this year, um, one of the, one of my um, peers, I went to school with, you know, Nye. Um, if you know, if you're from this area, you're from, you're from the Hampton Rose area, you know who Nye was, you know who she is. Um, she committed suicide earlier this year as well. Um, my age, um, 20. Um, it was, it's, it's a real tough thing to see people that's my age. You know, it's scary, you know. It's like I wish I could. T I wish that they could listen, you know, to me. I wish they could. They would understand that you know, it'll always get better, and that you're loved somewhere. That you know, even if you don't feel loved, somebody or something will love you. You know, that's why you know I've had. You know, some of my best friends, you know, teammates as well. You know, I've been suicidal. I've been suicidal. You know, and it's real. It's a real, you know, emotional, vulnerable, and touchy subject for me, because, like I said, you know, I've had friends that you know have cut themselves, have almost left us. You know. 
seeing this note that she wrote, you know, it breaks my heart. It kind of, it, it, it opens my eyes up to, you know, I don't like being cliche. And like, I don't like the fact that, this is just me personally. I don't like the fact that now everybody's sharing, you know, oh, check on your friends. It seems like, you know, it's, I feel like that's bullshit because every time somebody dies, it's all of a sudden somebody, like a rapper gets shot or somebody commits suicide, somebody get drug overdose. It's always, oh, check on your people. And it's like, you saying that, but then the next post I see on your story is you drinking, having fun, like all this shit. And it's like, you're not practicing what you, what you preach. And it's like, I take this shit serious, bro. I take suicide really serious. I take st- mental health, psychological health really serious. And I don't want to... Like, I know it sounds like sometimes that I, I dumb down the fact that, you know, you always got to be strong, be positive, you know, remove the people that aren't good for you, you know, from your side. And, you know, it's all mental, things like that. As long as you change your perspective, I, you know, I always preach that. But it's another side of that. It's another side of that coin. You know. And so everybody can't do that. Everybody can't, you know, muster up the strength to, you know, not pay attention to the to, to the bullshit that's going on around them. You know. And it's just, you know, some of the words that she said, you know, in this is kind of like, I wonder if the people that, because it seemed like she was a popular, a popular woman, like, around her campus. She was a cheerleader, so I already know, you know, she's probably popular. And she's beautiful, so I already know she she was probably popular, so. Um, I just want to know, like, I just really, it's just been weighing on me, like, is did the people around her notice, you know, did they, did they get any signs, you know, that she was going through something like this, or did they even care, or. Where they just dumbing it down, like, oh, she'll be all right. Where they worried about going to the next party. Where they worried about this. You know, things like that go in my head. And it's like, you just lost, you know, we just lost somebody. I say we, as in black community, black culture. My age group, matter of fact, my generation. We just lost a young, bright college student. You know, that had a lot going for herself. You know, and it's like. You have to check. I don't want to be cliche, but you have to check on your people, man. And I don't mean be saying, oh, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, that's good. Click. I don't mean that shit. I mean, if somebody say, I'm good. No, really. Are you really good? Like, what's been going on with you? Tell me the details. What's been going on in your head? How you been really feeling? Things like that. Like, don't. It's a, I do this from time to time, too. If somebody asks me what's wrong or whatever, I say I'm good. You know, nah, we need to get more into the details. We need to ask questions. We need to do this. We need to do that. We need to make sure that we're, you know, there mentally. You know, that's what it's all about. Like, you have to make sure that your mental and the people, especially your own community, is taken care of or at least has an outlet to talk, you know. I've talked to people that's not even in this state or that go to a completely different college than me, you know. I've talked to them, and it's kind of like, you know, sometimes you need that. You need to talk to a complete stranger, somebody that doesn't know you, you know, type things, you know. And those things are important, like reading a lot of the lines and a lot of the things she said in this. 
it's like she was going through a lot of things that I went through. Like she, you know, she was going through a lot with, you know, the whole COVID thing and that being mentally challenging, um, being injured. She had a big injury. Um, she, she had a lot of academic, you know, lessons because I don't call things failures. I call them lessons. She had a lot of academic lessons. Um, I feel like she just got, she just let that get the best of her. I feel like, you know, God, I just, I just feel like, you know, cause this could have been anybody, you know, this could have been one of my people I know from college. This could have been anybody, you know, and I don't want to dumb it down. I don't want to dumb, you know, her passing down. I just want to big it up. I want to make it more awareness. It is, it's May. It's, it's. It's mental health awareness month, right? And we have to be aware. It's almost six months into the year. It's almost halfway through the year, right? So we have to make sure that we're that we eliminating the leeches from our circle. We're eliminating negativity. We're starting. You know? The most important step in self-improvement is starting. The second most important step is consistency. Those two right there. Starting and consistency. Those are the things that matter the most. I'm pretty sure she had a lot of toxic friends in her friend group. Being that she was a cheerleader. That she was known. That she is beautiful. You know, things like that. I already know those ty- I already know what comes with that. I see it on a daily basis. Me being a guy, you know, I'm a, my. I guess you know, I'm things like that. You know, I'm a highly, I guess, attractive guy. So I understand. I get a certain type of attention as well. And if she's a woman, so I already know she gets double the attention that I get. So I know those type of things. You know, fake friends, people just wanting you just because of who you are and what you do, and you know things like that. Like I, I feel like. Those are the those are the conversations that she didn't have. Those are the conversations that one of her friends should have had with her, and you know, so called friends, quote unquote, right? And I feel like going forward, I feel like these are the type of conversations we should have with each other, especially my generation. You know, we're I'm, I'll be honest, our my generation, the ages between eighteen and twenty five, we we have it the hardest. You know, I like. In my opinion, I feel like we have it the hardest because we have the pressure of society. We have the pressure of trying to make it along with being black, you know, especially trying to make it in this world where it's like we we feel like we don't even have everybody else has a 25 step head start. And we just, you know, in the woods, like we just left behind and, you know, we got to grind. We got to get our degrees, we got to put the time in, you know, things like that, like, it's a lot of pressure, especially when you turn 18, and you're a senior in uh, high school, and then you transition, graduating, then you transition to college, you know, that, that year after high school, that's a, you know, that's a tough year, because you automatically, you know, get, I ain't gonna say automatically, but more often than not, you're gonna get depressed within that first year, you know, it's post- high school depression 
you know, when it's like, dang, it's the pressures of everyday life, it's the pressures of, oh, I'm not a kid no more, I I have expectations of providing for myself, making money for myself, Mo- I'm talking about majority, some people don't have to do this, some people get money from their parents, whatever, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking about for the people that, you know, been working and have to work and, you know, have to find a way to get through college, have to find a way to get financial aid, have to find a way to pay their bills, things like that, you know, have to find a living because everybody doesn't have, you know, a three-story house and five cars in the garage, you know, everybody doesn't have that. And it's important to value yourself like, I can just speak on what got me through my de- my suicidal thoughts and my depression was you know me realizing that it's always a light at the end of the tunnel me realizing that darkness don't last forever me realizing that action and effort is key and if this does fail I will go out with pride I will say that I gave him my all you know things like that and more often than not if you give it your all you come out on the other end of it successful with the story to tell. Um, it's just, it's a touchy subject, man. I don't mean to be pausing and, you know, seem like I don't have, you know, everything all written down and everything. It's more so like, this part, this episode is more about, you know, I'm going off the top. Like, I don't have a docket. I'm just going about what's been on my heart as of the last few days. As of today, really. Um, because I feel like this situation touched me the most today. Um, I didn't really speak most of the day. Like I have, I have like a toothache currently, but which causes me not to really want to speak. You know, so I've been listening today. I've been listening a lot more than talking today. This is like the first time I actually talked in consecutive sentences and over a long period of time, right? So. Yeah, man, I just want to reiterate, you know, my generation has it, I feel like we have it the hardest. We're trying to figure out who we are as people, along with trying to hold this public perception for social media, along with trying to be successful, along with trying to provide for ourselves, along with trying to provide for our kids. Some of us have kids, some of us have families, some of us have cribs, apartments, insurance payments we have to make. And while we are in college, while we are in school, while we are working a job, trying to figure out what we're trying to do, things like that, you know? And it's like, yeah, our parents, they've been there. You know, but it was, kind, I ain't gonna say it was easier. It just wasn't as, it wasn't as, you know, descriptive. It wasn't as out there as it is today. Today you have social media. Today you have, social media runs the world. Whether you think it, whether you think it does or doesn't, it runs the world. Mm. Everything is based on public perception. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody's a critic. As of before, you know, in the past, where you know you can get away with 
not going to high school, not going, you know, college or not getting your CDLs. You can get away with stuff like that. And, you know, rolling the dice and you might, and you find yourself being, you know, having a good life for yourself. But nowadays, it's like everybody has a high school diploma. Everybody has a college diploma. Everybody has a CDL license. Everybody's doing NFTs. Everybody's doing Bitcoin and stocks. Everybody's quote-unquote thousandaire. Every, like, you know, and it's kind of like that's the misconception with social media and life, like. They try to make it to whereas that's how you're supposed to be and that's how your life is supposed to be. You're supposed to be rich by the age of 21. You're supposed to be rich by the age of 25. When it's like, no, that's not. It's okay to have that goal for yourself, but don't be too hard on yourself as to where if you don't become a millionaire by that age where it's old, life is over. I'm a failure. No, bro. You live life at your. You stay in your lane and move and and move at your own pace. Don't worry about stay in your lane. Worry about you. Don't worry about Pookie and Ray Ray over there. Worry about yourself. Worry about you. Worry about being in your lane. Worry about getting what you need to get to become successful at what you want to be become. Uh, what you want to be successful at. Excuse me, rather. Um, it's highly important that you. You know, write things down. It's highly important that you have a plan. It's highly important that you let your voice be heard. Let your point of view be heard. Express yourself. Don't be afraid to talk. Don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to seek help. Don't be afraid to go to therapy. Don't be afraid to, you know, talk to somebody. You know, be organic. Be yourself. Express yourself. Don't be afraid to cry. Be emotional. Because that's part of life. Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm all alpha, red pill. I got everything all figured out. I'm this big, tough guy with all these muscles. Nah, like, I, I'm human just like everybody else. Like, I have feelings. I have emotions. You know, I have all that type of stuff. I, you know what I mean? I just, it's the way I, I carry myself. It's my mindset. I don't let things get to me. I don't let, you know, it's always a light at the end of the tunnel. That's just me. That's my mindset. That's how I, that's how I rock. And for the next person, it may not be that. that. That mindset thing may not be for them. And maybe they may have to work harder to understand, you know, their lifestyle and what they want out of their life. Whatever goals they have may not equate to what I have going on for myself. Like, you understand? So it's like, you know, rest in peace to college student, southern student, southern university student. HBCU, Alana Miller. Um, my heart goes out to her, her family. Um, it just touched me today. I had to speak about it on this episode. Um, there's a lot going on today. Um, like I said, I kind of briefly touched on, you know, I had two eight today. Still kind of have one. It sucks because I know the reason why I have I have a toothache because of the things I did when I was young, like you know, like the candy, drinking soda and all that stuff when I was young. Not taking care of my, my you know my teeth when I was young, things like that. Like now, 
that I'm older, it's like I'm paying the price for it now. Even though I'm doing all the right things now, and like the last few years I've been doing the right things, and it's kind of like, damn, I'm paying the price for it now. But it's cool though, you know. Storm don't last forever. Um, besides that, man, I've got a lot of rest today. I got a lot of like great genuine sleep. Some sleep that I haven't had in like a good. I don't remember the last time I really had like a full eight hours sleep. Like being honest, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I just put myself in a certain type of hat to where you know. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Type of thing, you understand what I'm saying? That's just me. My drive is different than other people's drive, you know. I see myself in a different type of echelon. Um, the people around me, they they carry themselves in a different type of echelon. Excuse me. Those are the things that mean the most, at least to me, that I value the most. And today has kind of been, you know, I went to the gym today. It's been a productive day, yes. But it was kind of more of a self-reflecting day. It was kind of more of a shut up and think day. More of a shut up, learn day, read, watch type of day. You understand what I'm saying? You know, in the gym, you know, that's my sanctuary. That's my second home. I was in the gym for four hours. Um, you know what I mean, I, yeah, I was in the gym before. I was there, out there around four forty-five. I didn't leave till nine, so that's roughly three and a half, some change. Actually, no, I'm tripping. That is four hours. <laughs> I'm tripping. Uh, yeah, I had an intense, progressive, heavy chest and bicep session. You know, I. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get to my goals, you know. It's hard sometimes, yo, when you feel like you're getting so much progress and then, you know, some things happen in your life where it's like, fuck, I got to take a day off here. I can't do, I can't go hard this day, you know. I don't feel good this day. Allergies. My, you know, I'm injured right now. My hand, I got to, you know, my hand is swollen. Um, My thumb, rather, like my whole, my left thumb, like this swollen. So it's kind of hard for me to do things. Even though I'm still doing the best of my abilities, I'm still going with the best of my abilities. It's just kind of still hard for me to do things, you know. I feel like I'm handicapped in a way, like, fuck. You know, excuse me, where... You know, it's kind of hard sometimes when you're doing so good. You have your you have your moments where, like, you know, you get... Your ego, you know, starts to run. Your ego starts to take over. And it's like, huh, you don't need to go today. You'll make it up tomorrow. Nah, you don't need to go tomorrow. You'll make it up Monday. Things like that, like, you know, I don't skip just because I don't post. Sometimes I don't post like I don't post like I used to like every single day that I'm in the gym. Just because I don't post doesn't mean I'm not in there. I'm in the gym because I sacrifice a lot of things. Just me personally. Like, I don't make no excuses. I have to be in the gym. If I don't work out, I don't feel right. Um. Yeah, man, it's just focusing on getting to this certain goal that I have with myself. 
And you can relate this to your everyday life as well. Working on this goal that I'm trying to get, you know, I feel like it's going to take a lot out of me. It's going to take a whole lot of focus. Focus that I'm willing to, to you know, maintain. It's just in a matter of things in my life. Life, basically. Just a matter of life happening, you know. Things that you don't expect to happen. Like, you know what I mean? And it's kind of like understanding those things and understanding that life happens and things that's going to happen, but you can't let that hinder your process. You still have to, you know, go hard, go strong, you know, things like that. You understand? Uh, um, Yeah, man, it's just, I had a real detailed conversation with, you know, one of my guys from the gym, you know, and it kind of mo- it motivated me to even talk about, you know, bettering yourself. Talk about that stuff in this episode, you know. Um, we talk, had a conversation about, you know, what we've been up to, our workout plans, things like that, you know. What he wants to do, what I want to do, things like that. And it kind of brought me to the conversation where it's just like, stay, stay focused. I know a lot of these things I say could be cliche. It could be, oh, I've heard that. I've heard this. You're not saying nothing different. But it's really that simple. Life is simple. Yet it's complex. But in the mindset in the mindset realm, it's simple. You know? It's more so what you do and your actions equate to your mind. If you say and do certain things, you're going to start to believe it. You're going to start to feed into it. So it's power in the words. It's power in the tongue. So it's power in hearing. It's power in the ears. It's power in digestion. You have to take into account of every single day, being consistent with what you have every single day, and acknowledging the fact that Starting and being consistent is the most important things. You know, once you've started, it's being consistent with it. Putting forward your best effort. Leaving everything on the table. Leaving everything on the court. Leaving everything in the weight room. Leaving everything at the job. Leaving everything at the, you know, at the truck stop or whatever you're doing, you know. Leaving everything there. Leaving everything at the university. You know, I I see a lot of, of beautiful... You know, amazing black people at these HBCUs graduating. And it's a beautiful thing. It's May. Like, it's graduation season. I love to see it. And it just, it boosts, it just boosts my morale up. It, it makes me think, you know, we going to be okay. Like, you know, I be stressing so much of my generation, you know, because we next in line for the for the mantle in this country. And it's like, we have to be prepared for this, stu- for this stuff. You know, I feel like. And it just makes me feel like, yes, man, we got we got a whole... It makes me feel like we don't have nothing to worry about. I don't have nothing to worry about. Or we don't have nothing to worry about. I feel like it's more people that care about this world than people that don't care about this world. I just see the people that don't care about this world on Instagram and on Twitter and on other apps. It's just like, you know, I have to realize that the negative... They're going to show the negative way more than they show the positive. It's just like the news. They're going to show the way more negative shit than they're going to show way uh, than positive. 
And it's just like, yeah, I have to put on my third lens, my third eye and do more digging and do more understanding. Because I am a HBCU student. I am about to be, I am now, as we speak, I'm classified as a junior now in college. So I'm about to be, you know, out the door in a couple of years. So it's like realizing, you know, self-importance of us as a human race and realizing that, you know, we're going to be okay. As long as we take the necessary precautions and and values and morals and principles of keeping our circle tight, believing in ourselves, talking to ones that need help, making sure people get help that they need, checking on our people, checking on our family, you know, staying connected with us, you know, living a good life, like living a productive life happy peaceful life whatever that means to you that's what i want you to do i want to close out with my quarter of the day it's the game of life do i win or do i lose one day they're going to shut the game down i gotta have as much fun and go around the board as many times as I can before it's my turn to leave. That quote was from Tupac. Digest it. Listen to it again. Run it back. Learn from it. Understand it. And I appreciate you all for listening to this episode. It was a more you know, emotional, vulnerable, me versus you type of episode you listen to me talk you know not from plant docket it's more so what's going on in my head today and i appreciate you all for listening i appreciate all the like comments shares and everything um next week be on the lookout king kendrick king kunta k dot he coming out next week so you already know what next week is about to be (laughs) i want y'all to get ready it's gonna be a show Again, I appreciate you all. I love you all. And I'll see you again next week. God bless.